The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As spiritual seekers, we often receive guidance on which path to follow. This might be necessary for some time, but as we move along, we need to trust our heart and become our own guide. Welcome to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us, a place where we can listen to everyone's heart. Your companion on the journey is Jill Asselin. Come join us now on this path of inner exploration. Here is your host, Jill Asselin. Good afternoon or good evening everyone. This is Jill again at the close or at the end of, a, of an old year. 2015 is, uh, is going. It's already gone in uh, a good part of the world. At least one third of the world is, it is gone. It is, uh, it is to a brand new shape, a brand new form, whatever, whatever 2016 will bring us. We, I, I don't know. We don't know. I think most of us don't know. I'm not in a seer. Um, I'm not into predictions. And, and in many ways, I just follow what comes to me, what comes to my heart, what I sense. And um, it's been my path for a couple years. And, um, and what I sensed about four or five days ago when I was uh, listening uh, for for this you know this coming show was obviously this idea of ushering, uh, which is a very interesting term in English to to move into the new in a sense, uh, to open, and um, the word that firms come was was lighter, and then I had some confirmation. Uh, you know, it's very beautiful when you are, uh, a theme is 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 burgeoning within you, is is being birthed within you. And then you get a confirmation um, on, on email. I received a, a note from a friend of mine in Glastonbury in England. And um, what she wrote just mirrored what I had in mind. And because of what she said, I just added the word brighter. So it's like ushering into a lighter, brighter, uh, a, new, a new one, us. A new we, in a sense. A new us, a new we. It's not simply a new eye. It is a new eye in a sense. I don't know if the, the turn of the year marks uh, a very big cut, but um, to me, it's much more a question of, of moving into the we and to moving into the um, m- more consciously into the community that we are. We already are that community. It's just uh, it hasn't come to fruition completely yet, but we are on that path, on that verge. I think it's um, things are really. Um, are really coming along. So I wanted to first talk about uh, my own path and what has happened in the past few days in terms of um, mastering, if I could possibly use that word, my, my thoughts, my negative thoughts especially. But since I started with uh, mentioning the, the words of my friend Ashtawa, I think I would, um, I would read uh, the paragraph that really struck me in a sense. 
it's part of a weekly notes, a newsletter, and uh, this part she calls it Insights. And she says, as you step solidly into this new phase of life, I ask, ask, ask you to leap over the threshold of the gate before you, leaving behind much of the old, whether this be a negative thought form, hasty action, or disillusioned mood. You are ready to move towards new friends, different places, different people, and positive right actions. You will soon feel lighter, freer, happier in your heart and mind, and this will filter down for all the layers of your beingness to your newly restructured DNA. Coming again from Ashtara. And really what you know, rang a bell for me, what um, living behind much of the old, whether this be a negative thought form. And it's really the message I've been getting in the past, uh, a very strong message, a very strong, uh, you have to work on this, Jill. It's time to, I don't know how I could describe the, the kind of work I'm doing with my thoughts, but um, negative thoughts are, are pouring in a sense. And, and because of what goes on in my family environment, there's a lot of, irritation, almost anger. And, uh, you know, this is really the time for me to to work on those and leave them behind. Uh, honestly, I don't know exactly how I can do that. I do meditate. I do meditate about purifying my mental body where the, form, where the thought forms are taking shape. And once I do that, I, I work on, on sending light into that area of my mental body. But besides that, um, you know, I have no concrete confirmation that it is working. And sometimes I get even nastier thoughts, which is, in many ways, it is a confirmation that something is working. I'm chipping at those thoughts. And, um, and again, it's a good sign. And uh, the only thing I can do is to keep going, to keep working at it. And um, it's a bit like, you know, spelunking, working in a cave. You're digging or you're going deeper and you can't really see very well. You, you have no idea what lies behind or beyond this point. And um, what takes us there to that place and beyond is our faith, you know, is our faith in, in who we are deep down. We know that there's a different layer, that there's a different... Uh, I don't know, I would call it a different nature in a sense, which is more like gold or like a diamond. Uh, we're going to be talking also about diamonds in the, in the third segment today, but uh, the hard diamond especially. But you, you know, there's something we know, at least I know, there's something pure within me. And I know that all these negative thoughts are not who am I. And they are not, if you have negative thoughts as well, uh, you know, I hope you know for sure that these are not who you are. This is not your true nature. This is, um, take it as, a, as an obstacle, take it as a wall, uh, taking as a, another one that comes to mind is scaffolding. You know, it's something that is there to, to help you do something and possibly to help you build, to help us build a stronger structure, a stronger self within, a, a more divine self in a sense. And... Um, In many ways, again, I'm, uh, and I've been wondering about this, this phase in the past two, three, four weeks. Things have been very slow. 
Not much going on in terms of uh, holiday celebration, which is fine. That's what we do every year, pretty quiet. And I realized that, you know, that something wanted to keep me home and wanted to give me a chance to do the work. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for that. It's been difficult to turn, you know, to turn things around, to change my perspective when those things come, when those thoughts erupt. And they erupt with a lot of strength, a lot of, I would say, almost violence. And I wanted to mention one instance um, that happened yesterday. What I've been experiencing also all week long in the past four or five days is like an emotional emotional roller coaster, but much more on the, on the mental plane. You know, at times a lot of activity, a lot of, lots of intensity, and then nothing. And, you know, I keep asking myself, what's going on? And then a couple, you know, hours later or the, day, the next day, I mean, again, that, that intensity of thought, that, that push in a sense, that something is being, uh, is being worked at. And yesterday especially was among late, late morning, early afternoon was very difficult. We were supposed to go somewhere, taking a, a ride around the, the Northwest. And for that, we needed to leave fairly, I think, fairly early. That was my sense. But it took a very long time for my wife to get ready. And, um, and I was there, just doing nothing. And I was taking care of my son, in a sense, but he was watching TV. So it's not like he needed a lot of help watching TV. I'm sure he was happy to have me next to him. But um, I was there. And these thoughts, you know, I was in a sense, I think the mind also is very, um, I don't know if I were vicious, but I guess it knows. It knows when you are the most, the weakest and the most vulnerable. And that's when it sends you this, you know, these this burning messages that you have to handle, that I have to handle. And yesterday, again, I had nothing to do but, but wait. And it was a very consuming time because the thoughts were coming, the anger was coming. And I had nothing to distract the anchor, in a sense. Because, you know, I couldn't read a book. Maybe I could have, I don't know. I'm not into book reading for the past two or three weeks. And there's not much I could do, except brewing into that anger or that irritation. And um, I was being grilled. I mean, that was no doubt about it. I was being tested. That has been going on pretty uh, consistently in the past in the past weeks, but you know what do you do in that case? I couldn't come up and uh, and meditate. I still wanted to be downstairs with my son, and um, again, moments of of vulnerability. I guess moments of being open to what hurts or what challenges us the most. I think that's. The message I have when I want to close and leave the old behind is that there's work that needs to be done at every level for any of us. Maybe some of us are not conscious of the work to be done and some of us are going to get a, a flap in the face at some point. But um, I think it's a good sign to have work to do in a sense. It's like we are alive, spiritually speaking. So many people are not. So many people, especially at this time of the year, are absorbed into their buying frenzy and, and eating frenzy and, and, and spending frenzy. When, you know, 
so much of the world doesn't have enough on its plate, doesn't have enough food, doesn't have enough clear water, doesn't have enough lights all around them to sustain them and, and, and make them happy. I'm talking about Christmas lights. And so this is where the, the work has been calling me in the past few days. What I found also very interesting, there was a, it wasn't so much a blessing in disguise, but it was like a gift towards the end of the afternoon. And a gift that connected again to a message I received three or four days ago from um, Angelic Guides, I think a person called Queenie. I get messages from her once in a while, but this one again was very timely. So there's no, there's no doubt when there's so much synchronicity in life. I mean, it's a, it's a healthy sign. But what the message says is pretty much, you know, that we shouldn't focus uh, so much on the, on the negative. And what the angelic guides are, are telling us, it's, uh, I'm going to read a couple sections in here. It says, what we would like to remind each of you to do is to concentrate on the parts of their being, that talking about people, that you do very much like, the attributes that you admire and the actions that you are grateful for. You see, it is up to each and every one of you to focus your attention on what you wish to expand and we want to expand the light and not so much the criticism. Many of you fall into the trap of becoming frustrated with the differences in opinions or the differing viewpoints that you do not wish to experience in one another. And of course, those attributes expand. That's what I'm saying. You know, we, we don't want to expand into the negative. And the more, again, it's the, the work of the mind to fuel that negative. The more negative they have, the mind comes in and adds some, uh, some fuel to the fire. And then it's become even more negative. And I was caught in that, in that trap in a sense that uh, in the past, again, two or three weeks, we belong to a children's museum not far from here. And we go there at least once or twice a month. We have a family membership for the year. And so far, we've attended two programs, one in September about child rearing. We didn't quite like the, what the woman said. Um, I thought there was a lot of experience in the room in terms of parents coming. And none of that experience was harnessed, was you know, brought to the fore. That presentation was primarily a, a monologue. And then the second thing was right around Christmas time, maybe a week before Christmas, there was a program as well, which was from what we understood, was supposed to last for like two hours and 30 minutes, including some snacks. And in the end, the person who sang, which was quite entertaining, was there for only 45 minutes. And uh, after that, we were free to play in the museum, which we can do anytime since we are members. And in addition to that also, there was some, I have to call it what it is, resentment, because um, we had a, our son's birthday party there, which was very nice and very successful. But yet we had to pay for the grown-ups to attend, which I think is not very fair. In many kinds of birthday parties, usually they charge for the kids. They charge according to the number of kids. Here they charged according to the number of people. And it, it's a very small thing, but it keeps adding. Again, it keeps adding fuel to the fire. And my, my negative fire, my fire of negativity was being you know, burst uh, because of all these small things. And I was so well immersed into it. 
that I couldn't see what the mind was doing to me. Until finally, because of the message I received three, four days ago, I said, yes, she's right. They are right. The angelic guides are right. That's why I focus my energy into the negative, into that, that hole in a sense. And I keep being stuck because the negative energy, you know, sucks me down. And I keep, and I keep spinning my wheels. I keep spinning my frustration. I keep spinning my unpleasantness, my resentment. And a beautiful thing that happened yesterday, because we didn't have enough time to go, you know, very far, which would have required at least three or four hours, possibly taking a ferry across to one of the islands in the Puget Sound. We went to that museum, that children's museum, and there was a small activity because they're going to be moving to a different location, so they're trying uh, to raise money and make the children, you know, sensitive to the, to the issue of, uh, of raising money. And so we went there, and I was fine with that, and my wife was fine with that as well, and our son was very excited. And, and I think because of the, the cloud or the veil that I was able to lift uh, during the week, I felt much more positive and I felt very much willing to help the museum. Not that we had to make a donation yesterday. They're not going to be moving into their new building until, uh, until the summer, until August or September. But I was much more willing to contribute and to bring a positive stance to this place and to bring a very different kind of attitude. And in the end, I personally had a very good time. I played with um, two different kids, but just, just around. The first one, um, the first one we play with the small balls that you put in a tube and the, the balls get aspired and then thrown into uh, onto the wall. It's a very fun, uh, and then you have to align the tube so that the, the balls fall wherever you want them to fall. And it was a very pleasant game and the boy got really into it maybe a six seven year old boy and we had a good time and I was asking him you know to take turns with our son and uh, we had a good time for 15-20 minutes and a beautiful thing happened when he was about to leave he asked for a hug and I was so blown away so I gave him a hug I asked his mother about his name and I also gave him a high five and uh, again, that's the beauty of what happens. The divine, in a sense, in all of us, shaping up when we bring the positive, when we bring our best, our best spiritual food forward. And it comes out of the blue, out of the child's heart. And it's, it's magnificent. It's beyond, you know, it's beyond, it's beyond description because it's pure beauty, it's pure innocence. And I was really, you know, as I said, I was blown away. And uh, that what happened. And I, sp- I, I played, we played small cars with a young girl who was very good with cars. And she kept pointing to a red car, Lighting My Queen. It's, uh, it's from a Disney cartoon. And I was so surprised that she, knew, that she knew so much about cars that she wanted to play with that very specific cars. And so we played, and you know, she was also playing with our son and taking turns. But um, it was very bubbly, and I was, you know, again, children open up when you put when you put your heart forward. 
there's a, there's a reaction from the universe for these children's heart. And uh, it's a very beautiful, it's a very wonderful feeling coming out of them. If you project onto the world, onto whomever you meet or wherever you go, if you project criticism, if you project negativity, then the world is going to respond in the very same manner. And just before the, the paragraph from the angelic guides that I read to you, I have the words in there, examples of grudge harboring, fueling the ego's mind's negativity. And it's exactly what it does, what the mind does, and the mind enjoys doing that to the fullest. I've been talking a lot at great length about the mind's workings earlier this year, but I'm really being thrown into the workings of the mind now. Fortunately, and I'm very grateful for that, I'm conscious enough to realize what is going on to some extent. Obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't so conscious about my bitching about the museum. But I'm conscious enough to see that there's a, there's a stream of thoughts coming to the fore. And I don't quite know what it is, but it's a sign for me that, that there's something I need to work on. And it's also a sign when I see those messages from the angelic guys or from Ashtara that there's, you know, there's synchronicity is one thing, but there's also harmony in the world. And to the same extent that we want to put our best spiritual foot forward and bring our heart into the world, when we say to the universe, I want to do the work, I want to walk my path. I want to explore what needs to be explored. Then there's a very, a very kind, a very uh, beautiful reaction from the universe. And, uh, and all what I can say to close this segment is that I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful because I see signs all around me, signs that are sometimes challenging, but signs also that are rewarding that are telling me, you know, the work you are doing is taking you somewhere. You may not know where it's taking me. To some place, I have no idea what it is. Obviously, to some place within. But it is, um, it is taking me somewhere. So thank you very much. I will talk to you very soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Giel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now back to the program. Hello again. This is Jill. Thank you very much for listening in this uh, last few hours of the year. If you are. West of Moscow, I believe. I was talking in the, in the first segment about all these um, messages coming, both um, challenging thoughts from the mind, but also reaction from the universe. Synchronous uh, messages coming my way. And uh, in many ways, encourage me, opening my eyes, opening my heart, and encouraging me on the path um, you know, what to do, how to make progress. It's, um, it's very difficult to, um, to assess. You know, the end of the year usually is a time where we like to look back and see what happened and, and how much we so-called accomplished. And, and on the spiritual you know, path, it's, um, it's not easy to do this, you know, Many people may say, you know, and I'm going to read a friend's message also, that we are different now than we were a year ago. But if you were to try to pinpoint the differences, how much more awareness you have in your, in your life, in your heart, it's, it's a very difficult thing. For, for one thing, in our case, in our family situation, we were living on the East Coast a year ago. And um, and now we're living on the West Coast. So there's a change of environment. There's a change of um, weather as well. It's a beautiful day today. Very cold outside and clear blue sky. Nice message. Nice transition into the so-called new. But what my friend, my friend Andrew, he lives around Seattle as well. He draws uh, cards um, every Monday at a bookshop called the East-West Bookshop. And the cards that he drew this past Monday were Patience, Disruption, and Heart Chakra. And um, these are cards of the week. You may want to see how they play out for you in your life. Can you relate to Patience, Disruption, Heart Chakra? I think I could very much relate to the heart. 
in what I said in the first segment, um, again, about pouring the energy of the heart into our environment, into what comes our way, and receiving in return much more heart. Disruption, um, disruption, here I would like to, to read what he says. It's a very short paragraph in relation to the cards that he drew. We understand the past year has not been easy. We know it seemed like you've been asked to sit and wait patiently, again, patience, only to have a front row seat as your life crumbled around you. We know the disruption that you've endured hasn't always made sense. Yet all of this has been leading you to where you are now and preparing you for what's around the corner. The chaos and destruction has been to put you in line with the exact circumstances you needed to open your heart. And I can relate to that again in terms of um, the thoughts coming to mind, the push. I think I need to use a strong word, the push coming from the mind. It's been very strong. Fortunately, I'm, a point, I'm at a point, because of my awareness, my increased awareness, I'm at a point where I'm still able, I'm, I'm still, you know, able to handle those thoughts so that they don't create chaos um, outside in our family life, in our environment. I'm not, I'm able to exert, to exert some, um, what I would call self-control or mind control, which is essential. Again, the, the mind is trying to trap us, to trap me into possibly getting into an argument. And I was able to keep my cool yesterday afternoon. And it's a very good thing. I'm very glad to have reached that level of both self-awareness and self-control. And then my friend goes, it's a very long post, so I'm just going to read um, brief excerpts. But then it goes back, think back over the past year. Are you the same person you were a year ago? Are the same things important or meaningful? Are your goals and desires the same? Think about those questions for yourself. I'm going to read them again. Think back over the past year. Are you the same person you were a year ago? Are the same things important or meaningful? Are your goals and desires the same? Are the same things important or meaningful? You know, it's... I think as I keep walking on the path, the path itself becomes more meaningful and more important. And I realize that I need to devote as much time as possible to my spiritual whatever, activity, spiritual meditation. I need to do more cleansing and purification. And are your goals and desires the same? This is a good question. I think I'm to a point where I don't have that many goals for the year to come. What I'm saying is let the, the divine, let the universe take me wherever it wants to take me. When I came back from France at the end of October, I was very much excited. I had a sense of completion, uh, having done something I was supposed to do in my life, which I had not done in some 50 years. 
I had visited the south of France where I have a very strong connection. And I got all excited about this idea of teaching about the sacred feminine and helping burst and birth a new wave of feminine energy in the world. And I was going to meet with a, a Roman Catholic scholar called um, Margaret Starbird, a friend of mine in Sweden, that, very interesting connections around the world. A friend of mine in Sweden mentioned that name, her name, about six months ago. I had not done any research about her, just briefly about what she wrote. And I found out that she lives about 50 miles away from here. And the week before Christmas, we were supposed to, to meet for coffee in a coffee shop close to where she lives. And that didn't happen. And I think that didn't happen because perhaps I wasn't ready for it. Perhaps the time wasn't ripe. Perhaps the energy wasn't, wasn't full-blown in a sense, wasn't ready to illumine my heart. But the weather was bad that day and Margaret wasn't feeling well, so she asked me if we could postpone and I said yes. And then the next day we had a, a short conversation on the phone and the next thing I knew, she was talking about meeting, but next year later, possibly, she even said February or March. And I could sense from that encounter, that very pleasant encounter on the phone, that the time wasn't ripe. And that I needed to surrender. I think surrender is the word. To surrender what the universe um, wants me to do. And I quite don't know what it is. And I think I will, um, I will happily wait. You know, the, from my friend Scott was talking about patience. And um, so I will wait patiently. I wanted to, in relation to that, you know, waiting is one thing. We may want to do something in the meantime. And I wanted to read a fourth portion about what my friend Andrew wrote in his message on Monday. He said, sometimes life is about clearing up, cleaning up the, the old messes, making peace with what is, and saying yes to whatever shows up, even when one shows up does nothing but challenge and trigger you which is exactly the situation I am in at the moment. Your heart is the portal to your multidimensional aspects. And if you hadn't done all the work you need to purify, clarify, fine-tune, and tweak your connection, you would be light years behind where you are now. So if this happens to you, this kind of lingering time when nothing seems to happen, please don't be concerned. Something is at work. The universe is doing what it's supposed to do with just about any of us. But perhaps we have to do more clearing, more cleaning, more purification. And that's what Andrew keeps saying. He said, sometimes when there doesn't seem to be forward motion, it's because the momentum to propel you forward is being built. We have much appreciation and admiration for the work you've done. We marvel at your focus and dedication, 
And we promise you that you'll soon see the pieces start to click together in a way that not only satisfies you, but also shines light on the method being the madness, behind the madness. We marvel at your focus and dedication, and we promise you that you'll soon see the pieces that start, start to click together in a way that not only satisfies you, but also shines light on the method behind the madness. So again, all the work we've been doing tirelessly, day after day, evening after evening when we sit down and do meditation or whatever prayer or whatever ritual, religious or spiritual, will be paying off. I'm not saying it will, be pay, it will pay off in 2016. From two excerpts that I've read, we may have to wait until 2017. Another piece from my friend Ashtara, which was um, right, written right after the inside spot that I read to you, it says, standing at the crossroads, so possibly, and again, I'm not looking into the future, I'm not seeing the future, 2016 may be a year where we stand at the crossroads and when we connect from what the old was to what the new wants to become. And she's writing, these words keep coming to mind, standing at the crossroads. I suddenly remember that in one of my channel messages a few years ago, it mentioned the true beginning of the new. Sorry, it mentioned the true beginning of the new would begin from 2017 onwards, not 2012. And that for me, is feeling much more real and true as each day passes. I have read reliable confirmation of that recently. And... Uh, This goes along with what Judy Kuzel um, read in a post not so long ago, on the 26th of December. I also wanted to share it with you. Uh, Judith um, was on the show this summer for three shows in a row and talked quite a bit about the sacred feminine. And I heard yesterday, I read yesterday, that she will be coming to the U.S. at some point next year, and also to England and to France. So I will certainly keep you updated on that. But here was she said in a post um, entitled The Cosmic Master Plan, Unfolding 2016 and Beyond. Two short paragraphs. She says, one of my friends described it as, follow, as follows the other day, and it is very apt. I am hearing from my higher guys that your body and spirit had to go to the 13th level, the expanded soul, like an accordion being stretched, in order to be able to do this massive cleansing, clearing, and retrieval work. And Judy adds, she adds, to me this is exactly what we will be experiencing more and more in 2016 and beyond, that being stretched beyond the norm, beyond our own self-imposed limitations, our boundaries of thinking, seeing, we have to allow this stretching 
otherwise we will start dissolving and disintegrating. So that's what Judy's in our seeing capacity offers us. And um, see what 2016 brings. See how much of a crossroads this year will be. But I'm sure we'll have, in the end, we will have a lot to rejoice about as we prepare, of, as we prepare ourselves for what comes uh, beyond 2016. Thank you. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Could you be the next legendary leader? That question hinges on your courage and willingness to change. Join Maria Danley every week for Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. Be inspired by stories and legend and listen to legendary guests along with live channeling to help you answer your higher calling and become the legendary leader you are destined to be. The world is waiting for you. Step up and join the wave. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Giel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello again, this is Giel. Thank you very much for listening to the last few minutes of uh, nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us, uh, the last few minutes for 2015. It's nice to be here. I think it's a privilege to be able to end the year this way. Um, being able to share my path. I wanted also to give you, a, in the next few minutes, um, a bit of a perspective about what's going to happen in January. I usually don't do much planning ahead of time, but this time I will have two guests, two different guests since January, and I think you, you may want to make a, a note of attending the show live or not live. And I will mentioning, um, be mentioning especially the first one, Christmas Maker. But going back to um, the old what 2015 brought us 
and the so-called promises of 2016, the church which is about to to open up fully. I said I don't have much of a, of a seeing ability or capacity. I'm not reading into the future. And yet I had a very, a very mystical dream that happened to me Tuesday morning at 5, 5 in the morning. We were woken up by our son. We came to sleep with us. And uh, again, a dream was uh, on the tip of my subconscious. And thanks to him waking us up, the image got crystallized, the image of that dream. And that dream, I believe, had to do with Leo leaving the old behind and ushering into the new. I couldn't tell then that the new would be lighter and brighter. But to me, it's a very such a nice me- dovetailing message about the previous messages that I received the day before from Ashtara and from the angelic guides. This idea of moving somewhere, even though I personally don't know where it is, and hearing this from my own subconscious. And in the dream, I was standing at the train station in New Jersey where we used to live. We used to live about 10 minutes walking distance from a train station. And we would go there, me and my son, um, our son, uh, just for the fun of it and watch trains. And in the dream, I was buying a ticket. I was buying a train ticket. Except I didn't know where the ticket was, for which destination the ticket was. I could clearly see the tracks and the station. And the very interesting thing is that in that particular station, the vending machines and the ticket counters are on the east side. But in the dream, the vending machines were on the west side. And it seems that I was going southbound, when most of the time we were going northbound to New York City. But in a dream, no, it was possibly southbound. For sure, it was a different destination. And at some point, I was using the vending machine, and I I kept track of the trains. You know, there's some fast train, the Amtrak, and there's some what we call the slow trains, the New Jersey Transit. And um, I was keeping track of the, of the trains. Not all the trains stop. At least the Amtrak do not stop in that station. And for whatever reason, I, couldn't be, I wasn't able to buy a, a ticket at the vending machine. It wasn't too slow. Something wasn't working. And I went to the ticket counter instead because I, I knew that the train was coming. And the salesperson handed me a ticket that I did not recognize. I, I still see the shape of that ticket in my mind now. And there's a different kind of a ticket. There was like a brown bar at the bottom, possibly a magnetic stripe. But it looked very different. It looked thicker. And that's pretty much all what I um, what I learned about this dream. But my question then was, where is this new ticket going to take us? Where is this new ticket going to take me? So maybe I don't have any goals, very specific goals for the year, except listening to what comes to me. 
But I have a sense, and it's a sense that I'm sharing with you, that there's a new destination. We've been hearing a new destination, you know, for the planet Earth. Whatever, you know, I've been reading many things about the financial system crumbling, the banking system crumbling and being replaced by something much more fair. I've been reading about what some people call the debt slavery, you know. All of us, or some of us, um, begin to debt, and it's like a way to manipulate and control us. It's the way the, the dark forces are making use of the system. And this is meant to hand. I'm not going to share much about this. I keep myself slightly informed because I think it's important to know where we are going, but I don't think the details uh, really matter. As long as we prepare ourselves within, it's much more important to, again, to listen to our higher self, to what our soul is, is telling us, than... Um, than reading the news, especially the mainstream media is so poor and so trashy in a sense. They have very little value to offer. And that's been a case for a very long time. And so I read some about what I received about this new earth, this new paradigm, this new destination. But I think, and it's very much what one of my friends said in response to my posting my dream on a, in a group. Um, she said, the destination is the heart. And I couldn't agree more. Even though it's not something I can understand from a spiritual perspective yet. I can tell that behind those negative thoughts, those layers of criticism those layers of negativity that are plaguing me at times, I have to be honest, that are plaguing me at times, that I'm fighting the best I can. I know there's something else. If not, I wouldn't be doing a show about spelunking. Spelunking is about going within. It's about exploring what lies beyond, what lies beyond what we see, even though we may not be able to to touch or to apprehend what really lies beyond. Again, it's all about having, having faith. And having faith means believing that there's something greater. There's something greater within us and there's something greater within each of us that is about to take shape whatever this means, whatever it means a new financial system, whatever it means more people pouring their heart out, more compassion in the world, less people suffering from hunger and lack of clean water. This is also what we can aim for, even though all of us cannot be directly involved in those efforts. We can support them from afar. And so, this is somewhat connected, but um, it's connected to the heart for sure, where this journey is taking us, this journey within. Next year, next week, January 7th, 
I've invited a, a friend of mine. I haven't been knowing her for a long time. Her name is Christmas. Her first name is Christmas. And um, I feel a connection to her because she used to be married to a Frenchman. And she, they used to live in the south of France, not very far from where I traveled uh, this past October. And she's been into teaching and healing for a very long time. And she's also been with um, one master, one ascended master called Metatron. And I could see a very clear connection with a cube that I bought about a year and a half ago called a Metatron's Cube. I'm not going to get into the details again because it's something I mentioned in one of my shows, what that cube, in a sense, did to me last October 2014. But I see a direct connection between me working with that cube that I use in my meditation and uh, Christmas coming onto the show. And she will be um, channeling for a few minutes, I believe. She will be channeling live uh, Lord Metatron. And it's something that has never happened on the show. It's, the show is not even a year old. It will be a year old next week. But I think it would be great if you would like to come and attend and even you know, ask questions. I'm sure that Christmas and Metatrons would be very happy to answer any question you may have. Any question about this detonation or even a question about very practical questions and concerns. And so Christmas will be there with us for one or possibly two shows depending on what we can cover in the first one on January 7th. And at the same time, uh, she's been, uh, I don't know what's the best word to use, she's been using and she's been promoting something called the heart diamond that she can transmit to people. And the heart diamond is something um, given or offered to us by Lord Metatron as well. So in her work, she's very much... Uh, very much connected, she and her husband, to Lord Metatron. And she receives regular messages from him that she posts uh, in video format on Facebook. And that's how I got to listen to one of them and ask questions. And so, please feel free to, to Google or YouTube Metatron's messages uh, Christmas posted more than 400 of those messages and they address various areas that are that relate to our lives. So please uh, please feel free to come to that show next week on the, the 7th of January. The session, the questions and answers session will be towards the end. I think my mom, Christmas needs some time to explain a bit of who she is and the work she's been doing. And also I think she wants to give some details about the, about the hard diamond. Uh, something again she's teaching about. And so I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting session. I don't know if I will have any questions ready, but... Um, I really look forward to this different kind of ushering into the new year and having, uh, having Christmas uh, with, an, uh, with us on that day. So thank you very much uh, again for listening this year. 
it's been a very uh, interesting, uh, sometimes intense year. Much learning on my end, so I wish you much learning on your end as well for the next year and the year to come. Thank you very much and uh, happy 2016. See you next year. Thank you for joining us on Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your personal journey, assisted by your guide and companion, Giel Asselin, will continue next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be sure to tune in again. Music